And here's to you, a ah shit. <laughs> We're not doing another promo, bro. I know that's what I was about to do. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Okay, again, again. What's again. up, everybody? This is your girl Emily, and we have Fanny, Dusty, and Ruby. But she's not here right now. But it's okay. But welcome back to Here's to You Guys. <laughs> Come on, Fanny. I did, I did all that work. Yeah. Welcome back to Here's to You, where this is our third episode, and we're here about to introduce our next special guest. Ruby isn't here with us today, but we do have another bartender with us, Woo-hoo! Justin. Whoop. <laughs> You'll hear more about him here in a second, but let's hear about Eric and who is our next special guest today. Our guest speaker today is Erica Costa, MD, a great friend. He's gang, currently gang. in between clinics, does a lot of everything at KU Internal Medicine. He spends his time researching internal medicine and posting articles and having long nights in the hospital. That must be hard. Well, uh, glad to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Um, you know, hard or a lot of work, I think. I would say it's just more work. Sometimes it's hard, but definitely for sure busy. You do have some crazy nights sometimes. You're like, hey, today's so-and-so time, and you still have a pager. It's true. Too. True. Oh, my, oh my God. What do I, oh, I forgot my pager. Are you oh on my call? God. Yes. Maybe we don't tell anybody that. Pause. pause. I've been on Key call. Secrets, guys. <laughs> oh, shit. I forgot my fucking pager. <laughs> this is erica costa md life <laughs> it's loud as shit um i'll just have hopefully someone at home just text me when it goes off or just have him bring it by hey, what's up, guys? <laughs> <laughs> got a group chat gang gang i know i know that feeling and i always fucking push it to the limit with that because when I'm on call, sometimes I'm out of town. <laughs> you are. Oh, my God. There have been moments where you freak out about being on call. Yes. And in some moments, you're super paranoid about it. And you're like, I'm not doing anything. I can't do anything. And you're like a real bitch. Yeah. And then sometimes you're like, I'm on call, guys. Let's go out of town. Ha, ha, ha. You got to take life, bro. You got to take life by the wrist, honestly. So when Emily says that she's on call and she doesn't want to do anything, she's probably had a really tough week. No, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm alcoholic. I'm traumatized. Traumatized. <laughs> Speaking of trauma, which our local MD does not have. Uh, yeah, hello. Um, thank you for having me. Glad to be here. Wow, it's amazing. I love this setup you guys got going on. Um, well, as what they said is true. Um, work here at Can- uh, Wichita uh, with KU Internal Medicine. I'm a second year resident. Uh, work at all th- three of the major hospitals here. And then, of course, I see my clinic patients at the KU clinic. And that keeps me pretty busy. Um, but, you know, always got to focus work-life balance. You got to hang out with your friends and for sure Mm -hmm. show up to their Mm -hmm. awesome interviews hell yeah hey (laughs) we've been wanting to have you on here for some time now we have been just trying to set up ourselves and get the hang of it as you can tell we're quite professionals quite (laughs) (laughs) i'm very impressed i it's amazing well we're actually really impressed about all the stuff that you've done and we wanted to talk a little bit about um your experience with applying for schools kind of your journey with 
going into medicine what made you even get in that and then um yeah what made you want to go into medicine Ooh, the, the answer to that question is a uh, very complex goes back about 10 years and yeah I'd be, I'd be happy to talk yeah time, time has taken its toll what on all bitch. of us but. <laughs> we not fucking old <laughs> emily's old we're at our did you hear how time. she said we are not old mm-hmm. i was talking to eric about being old and emily goes we so what you know she's old girl <laughs> the 30s are the new 20s exactly 2021 20, the lifespans have changed a little bit mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's 30 I ain't got kids and I'm 30. You mm. too. Me too. I'm 30. 30 years old. No kids. No cool kids. Cool game strong. Mm. Gang, gang. Um. <laughs> Careful out there. <laughs> Careful. Rapid though. Mm-hmm. So, okay. um, oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm listening. My, uh, this journey really begins um, after high school. Um, kind of very briefly growing up, I was not motivated. I had no direction. Uh, kind of heading down a path, a down path. Um, graduated high school early and then spent a year and a half just working, kind of waste, working a job, not a career, kind of just going through life aimlessly, um, going nowhere. Um, so then I see people moving on, going to college. And I'm like, oh man, I just wasted a year of my life, or did I? I don't know. Mm hmm. Anyways, the um, typical feelings you have when you are literally. out of high school and you're like, I <laughs> don't like, know what's what next? to do. Yeah. What's next? Like, you're, right? I yeah. don't know what to do. My friends are going talking about classes and I'm over here working at dead job. Pizza Hut. I was yeah. working at Pizza Hut. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Not dogging on that job, man. Great first job. Oh, mm-hmm. man. So much fun. I was a delivery driver. So mm-hmm. I was always getting into trouble, too. Just <laughs> in my, in my, dirt, my deliveries. Anyways, um. But as it's no secret that uh, upward mobility is a little difficult with an entry job, entry level job like that. Mm-hmm. Anyways, For sure. I was, I would say, spiritually inspired to mm-hmm. go to college. Mm. I I, I kind of thought I would be like just roaming around nomadically, but I was like, what school? What the heck? What for? So you know, I, I um, dipped my toes in it at DC three decided that I liked it a lot. Um, I kind of made it my life mission um, to just finish the finish the race. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you at DC3, you start with saying, I want to do medicine. I want to study medicine. And no. that's what you did? What no, you did? You, just went to, you just wanted to see how it goes. Like yes. Gen Eds? Like yes. Gen Eds. Gen okay. Exactly right. Exactly right. Thank mm-hmm. you for asking. Um, yeah, no, I went in there knowing that I was going to discover something, but I didn't know what. Okay. So I originally started Gen Eds, of course, just like you said, Mm -hmm. uh, kind of exploring my career options. Um, I know I definitely, the first semester, I just did did Gen Eds. Careers, Mm -hmm. not even a a thought that crossed my head. Yeah. And DC3 is a great place to do that because it's a JUCO, and it's not as expensive to dip your toes in several classes. Yeah. And and you're a Kansas resident as well, so it was cheaper for you too as well. 100 percent dc3 was a great choice definitely a good first step they're not sponsoring us dc3 if you want to sponsor us go ahead (laughs) yeah i'm not getting any checks from dc3 i paid them money to go to school anyways we've all paid money it was i had a great i have nothing but good things to say about dc3 anyways the journey um so far gen eds first semester dc3 going good uh readjusting to learning how to study because i've been out of school for a year and a half Mm -hmm. and then i want to give a shout out to my cousin alicio not my blood cousin, but we're cousins for sure. <laughs> Down since Nine Deuce. 
anyways, he was like, come cheer at Garden City Community College. Oh, right. Mm. I yeah. remember oh, that's story when you're, now. you start yeah. being a cheerleader, yeah. a yell leader. Yeah. Yeah. Yell leader. And that's when you did your front flips. Yes. And which now you do front flips on the trampoline because you're old to keep going. Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, became a cheerleader there. Man, best decision ever. That was, I think, the start of the real adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, was cheerleading. Yeah, because, yeah. you know, I'm out of my hometown. I'm living in this trailer with no running water. <laughs> I had to go shower and brush my teeth at the college early hours before no one got there. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you don't want to see people seeing you like that. Yeah. Anyways. yeah. Face masks weren't a thing then. I mean, they you sure gotta, weren't. You got to do what you got to do. You know what I mean? Man, yeah. I survived. I, I, yeah. I, that's that's I mean that's real college life. You're first. You're really you, learning all the hard things. It's like when you're in college, you're like uh, gas or food. So I don't know what to pick. <laughs> yeah, you're like I guess I'm not eating today or I'm freezing to death. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the free food at the college, every event, took advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Yep, got to. That's the best way to get any college student to any event is saying free food. Yes. Yes. Exactly right. You have an agenda. You have a, a, a club you want to promote. That's how you get people to show up. Yep. Mm-hmm. Free food. That's all college students care about. That's, That's exactly why I brought this right. boba. That's how I got involved with Halo, Hispanic American Leadership Organization. Mm, I remember you were on that. Yeah. Because uh, of free food. That was kind of my, <laughs> that was the bait, and I stuck with it because I liked what they were about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're a really great organization, too. Like what they're about. So while you're cheerleading, at what point do you decide, okay, medicine? Yep, getting there. So actually... Let me backtrack a little bit. I did dip my toes in journalism okay. the first semester. I could I di- see that happening. I dipped it, and I was like, yeah, uh, I don't really fit in here. So I moved on. Second semester, I dipped my toes in law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Man, because um, Garden City has a good uh, kind of like a program mm-hmm. going on there. Uh, aced the heck out of their entry course. Um, but Set it wasn't flex? Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it wasn't for me. Mm-hmm. And then, it was. this is the summer between first and second year, mm-hmm. college. I'm hanging out, being a bum, at this trailer. <laughs> we didn't have running water, but we at least had electricity. Damn. That's mm-hmm. how you know you're rich. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Doing better than most people in the world. <laughs> yeah. very, I'm very thankful. Not yeah. a flex. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, anyways, I was watching TV just mindlessly, kind of, you know, decompressing. We all do that. Uh, there was a commercial, and I don't recall exactly the organization or who was doing this, but essentially they were asking for donations to fund these medical mission trips. Mm. And I was like, wow, that's very noble. I, I, I love that. Too bad. I literally have no money. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't even have gas. Exactly right. <laughs> I, don't have, I, don't have, I don't have gas or running water. Um, but then this still small voice inside me who... I want to say is God said, mm-hmm. why don't you be the doctor? My reaction to that was like me. I'm just like some Mexican from Dodge city. Like mm-hmm. That's grandiose. That's, mm-hmm. that is the most grandiose thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like a really far fetched thing. Yeah. And at this point, nobody in your family, right? Mm-hmm. You're first generation, right? Correct. Yeah. First generation. Also first in your family to go to college. Correct. Um, my mother, I think dipped her toes in some, college credits here at dc3 mm-hmm. uh i didn't end up growing up with her so i don't know exactly what came of that but she mm-hmm. te- i guess i would say technically she 
dip their toes first. Right, mm-hmm. right. So mm-hmm. definitely, I mean, like with any of us, I mean, if someone were to tell me like, oh, you should be a doctor, I would be like, oh my God, what, what, do, what do you mean? <laughs> that's eight years of my life. That's 10 years. Of, no, that's 12. That's my whole life. I am I can never stop learning, which is not a bad thing. Mm-hmm. But like, you have to when sacrifice you're, a lot. Yeah. Honestly. When Your you time. are Time is young. precious and you have to give up time. And when you're at that age, that's not the thing that you're thinking about when you're when you're living in a trailer where you don't have running water and you don't have gas you're not thinking how am i going to be able to spend the money Mm -hmm. to go over there yep so i i could hear why you would think like what the heck doctor me how (laughs) what wow yeah no that's exact i think you hit it right on right on the head of the nail um me no resources no precedence Mm mm-hmm um, like you kind of alluded to earlier, I was the first one who really dove into the college experience for my family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, and like you said, first generation uh, Hispanic. So the expectation of me growing up was to go work at National Beef. Mm-hmm. And that was, of course, also the expectation of like the counselors at the high school. But that's yeah. because I told them, like, oh, I don't want to go to college. Oh, yeah. okay, I guess you work at the plant. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and, and so, like, just to be able to explain that a little bit right it's a dodge city garden city they're both towns where there's meat packing plants and if you don't really know where you're going or what you're doing that's kind of what you end up doing and some people do want to do that but like that's just another way for that's the best next job in that type of town but similar to like pizza hut you're looking for another job in that sense not that it's easy work at all (laughs) yeah no i think i think you hit it so i think working at the plant would be what you would call a career it's an honest Mm -hmm. paycheck um definitely i think has opportunity for upward mobility um and yeah that is exactly the kind of job that most people will go Mm -hmm. living in that town it's Mm -hmm. uh it's a a rural town in southwest kansas if you never heard of the cities we're talking about but <laughs> that's where we grow up so that was the why i had that expectation on me anyways second year sophomore of juco mm-hmm. talking to the counselor and i'm like make me pre-med and they kind of looked at me a little weird but mm-hmm. i'm like all right yeah sure now you got to take these classes before then i had not taken any science classes um yeah. it was all like your english one and two your gen mm-hmm. eds mm-hmm. and so i enrolled in general biology freshman biology um, and I fell in love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh! All these little proteins and whatnot—they <laughs> vibe with me. I, I, they I, vibe with you. I, yeah, I'm into that. <laughs> <laughs> what you got going there? Mm, that's mm-hmm. sexy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that, in that, high school, because in high school you have to take biology. Were you interested in biology when you were in high school? Uh, not at all. In fact, um. I just showed up, did what they told me to do, mm-hmm. and left. I was most I was distracted. I was not a good student, not focused what, at all. I was just basically there to cause trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So whatever I learned in bi- high school biology was by osmosis, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> the cell is the, the the cell is no the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell. Yep. You, if you if you know that fact, you will graduate high school. <laughs> yeah. And so then you're you're in biology, and that's that's kind of what starts that journey. What makes you want to get into pre med or makes you fall in love with medicine? Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of fast forward a little yeah. bit, you start having to dip your toes into figuring out what school am I going to go to for 
or, or kind of explain that yeah, journey, yeah. that like you go from pre-med you graduate from juco mm-hmm. you go to university yep. med school yep. explain that a little bit yeah so that first um time i was in freshman general biology was basically the confirmation i needed so then i mm-hmm. went full stream ahead with this pre-med course and you know did all the classes went back curiously i, I switched back from garden city and dodge city every semester <laughs> for various reasons and that's a totally different podcast all of it in itself mm-hmm. full of adventures and, and and stuff anyways i get my associate's degree you'll be welcomed back <laughs> <laughs> i'd be happy to come back man the hospitality here is amazing wow. <laughs> um fast forward i get my associate's degree um k-state was always on my radar so okay. then that's when i i continued and uh, the transition of course had its challenges how to adapt to a new culture, um, mm-hmm. Hispanic majority in my hometown to a white minor- a majority in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. So obviously that came with its own challenges. Um, really going about this. It was a culture shock. It was a culture shock for sure. Mm-hmm. Yes, I definitely had to adapt and learn. Um, where was I going with that? Um, the culture shock, the challenges of transitioning. Signing up for... Ah, uh, yes. The, and then kind of my my journey um, towards the pre-med was atypical, 100% atypical. Most people who are interested in this um, course of action, they'll sign up with their pre-med club at the university level. And that allows them to, like, volunteer and kind of build up a, a CV for their application. What's a CV? A CV, a curriculum vit, vit, vitae. Okay. I, I butchered that. I know 100%. Someone might have to fact check me on that. But basically kind of mm-hmm. like a resume. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's, there's synonyms. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. So you, because part of the process is what have you done besides school? Okay. So yeah. that's why they do that. Yep. I, I went to the first meeting. I did not fit in with those people as well, but I mm-hmm. did share that same kind of focus. I was like, okay, I kind of know what I'm doing now. I'll just one step at a time, one step at a time. Just do well at K-State. And then sure. worry about the next step. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. I never went to another pre-med meeting again. I never met with my did pre-med. Did you ever have like a mentor or somebody that you could turn to to ask these questions? I was about or to. Wh- yeah, oh, I was okay. about to, yeah. Um, and I never, and besides not going to that pre-med uh, club, I also never met my pre-med advisor that was mm-hmm. assigned to me. Because mm-hmm. um, I didn't meet him, I think, at the pre-med initial meeting. And I was like, this is, I don't know. I just felt that this was not the right way to get to my goal. Mm-hmm. Um, so that said, I had to find out by, by myself every step of the way. Mm-hmm. No, no one was there guiding me. Well, no one, no mentor was yeah, there guiding mm-hmm. me. And and again, you are um, really the first person in your home to dive deep into college, and then university, mm-hmm. and then medicine which is a long term yeah basically you did it all by yourself yeah like that that's tough though that's like, tough like even then, even like you know when you were at juco you wanted to be like sign me in pre-med and you know you really didn't have to study on a lot of things but like you know how gen ed you know it's just your prereqs but you really don't have to study that much about mm-hmm. it but once you start taking your requirements like mm-hmm. your other classes that's when you're like all right it's just this is the fucking real thing right yeah now. i'm this is like either lets me know i'm gonna make it or not make yeah, it yeah you're, you're the one that's motivating yourself and you motivate yourself through that and yeah here, that's cheers to you bro because like for real that's like pretty cool 
I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Yeah, but especially, I'm... I mean, like, there, and again, right, the culture shock of you going to another place where you maybe felt a little lonely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or... And I understand, we we all been through that. Like, even I moved over here as a culture shock, too, you know? And it's crazy. Everybody else, honestly. Yeah. Um, and I'm glad you brought that up, because I, I also don't want to give off this impression that I, I flew through this without mistakes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the first, you know, the gen eds, I didn't put, t- the workflow had to change for sure, but my effort was not maximal. I, mm-hmm. I, I will say that I, I guess I have, we all have our different gifts mm-hmm. and I would say I'm pretty good at school. Um, yeah. I slept through high school somehow. I don't remember anything, but I got really good grades. Mm-hmm. Not perfect, of course. I failed Spanish one, huh? Of all the irony, <laughs> <laughs> she actually expected me to do work or something. I never did anything. Got like a five percent on that class. Anyways, five percent. I prob- yeah, five percent. I just I literally showed up to make trouble. <laughs> I took Spanish and I I passed that with a with a C minus. Dude, honestly, C-minus. the freaking Spanish that Emily has, I could see it. Like, she drops the right wording at the right time. And right. I'm just like, damn, okay. okay. That's why I got to see my stuff. You know, yeah, you know, know she's good. I remember in class, like, you know how you go to, like, a foreign exchange, like, another language you learn, you pick your name, you mm-hmm. know? Well, they were like, they were like, oh, my name is this. And basically in Dawson City, everybody's fucking Hispanic. So everybody kept their name. <laughs> but then here's me, Emily. And I'm like, Amelia. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since then, that's my alter ego name, Amelia. It, it is. Oh my wow. god, and Amelia. When Amelia you met her too. When Amelia comes out, you know. Well, I don't know that we. That's remember when you know. Her that's because when you, you might know. have been in the same level as. Yeah, Amelia. I'm, I'm gonna say for sure on the record. I think I have met her, but she never introduced me as such. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you see, you see when it happens. You'll see when it happens. I yeah. believe it. And speaking of those mistakes, or not mistakes, just you know, fun hiccups. life lessons, fun hiccups, and life lessons. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're going through a lot of those in college. Oh, for sure. Um, and I believe these trials that you get—it's fire that burns away the stuff that was going to hold you back. Mm-hmm. So my first great challenge. Uh, besides, you know, adapt, uh, survival and adaptation. My first intellectual challenge. There we go. I took him one um, at K-State with, um, I forget the name of the professor, but she was very polarizing. You either loved her or you hate her. Mm. I personally ended up loving her. She, her I loved her teaching style. Anyways, mm-hmm. I was not getting nothing. There's all this chemical equations and this and that. I'm like, what's going on? Yeah. I, I was like failing all my tests, actually. And chemistry is the thing that you end up loving yes, now, yes, like today. Yes, like you, I, you like rave about that. Yeah, I do mm-hmm. actually. Yeah. <laughs> so, there, spoiler alert: there's a good, there's a happy ending here. <laughs> Come My on, Fanny. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I was straight up failing. So I was like, well, I have a mission. How am I going to complete this? I should go to tutoring. Mm-hmm. You know, um, a lot of people go to tutoring, so I did. Um, and my tutor was perfect. I love when you said, and I did. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. You have these ideas, but if you don't do, nothing's going to get done. Mm-hmm. You, Just you like keep when... to your word with your goals. Like you, you oh. have a goal and you're going to reach that. That's how this podcast got started. Exactly. You, <laughs> exactly. Don't, you don't wish for a podcast to be set up in your house. You do it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, I want to yeah. hear the happy story. Yeah. I'm, I'm happy to do it. 
so my, I, I'm talking about my tutor. She's perfect. And it was really kind of a really cosmic coincidence mm-hmm. because she's such a genius at chemistry. Mm-hmm. She was like a master student. And she was working on these crazy projects. But over the summer on her vacation, the, the laboratory forgot about her. Oh. So she shows up expecting to work in the laboratory she was working previously. And like, oh, we don't have funding. Oh. Uh, try again next semester. What? We'll, we'll get what you in. the fuck? So she, and this is something she's been working on for Exactly, a while. exactly. Oh, so she still worked on it, but she didn't get paid. <gasps> to my not to my under, according to my understanding, mm-hmm. but you need to get her paid. But so a girl's got to get paid, right? Yeah, hell so she, yeah, that's my money. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she became a tutor oh. at the moment that I needed it to be. That's good. Oh, yeah. that is perfect. Like yeah. she like can really break all that down. Yeah. She has oh fuck. Yeah, and that's your favorite teacher. She was my best tutor I've ever had. Aww. So, man, she was so patient with me. I was so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Oh, my God. You should have seen, seen me in college algebra. Oh, uh, that poor, poor woman. If you're hearing this, in, yeah, I think Did you have to take logic? Do you get, yes, did you, yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Logic? I love I, logic. What? Okay, I feel like logic, you either get it in the beginning or you get it in the second time. I did not get it at all in the beginning. I retook that class because I was Is like, logic fuck that. like ethic? Like ethics class? No, huh? No. Ethics, I think, builds up on logic. Okay. Yeah. yeah. When I learn. when yeah. I took ethics, I I fucking passed that class with an eight because I was, ethics is good. I fucking love to fucking argue. <laughs> That's okay, why you have so, a mic in front of you. Yeah. Like, <laughs> tell me why this wall is white. There you go. So arguing, <laughs> going back to logic, your good arguments are based on good logical conclusions and follow through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in a way, you did take logic oh, in, in so a form that worked really well for you. Mm-hmm. Oh. Man, I was a debater for a really long time. I was an excellent argumentative person. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, logic, the first time, the first half of it really confused me. I went to a tutor. Then I got through it. But yeah, yeah, again, tutors. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Thank Mm -hmm. God for those tutors. Yeah, seriously. (laughs) I I had a tutor as well. I mean, basically, majority of all my class, I had to have a tutor. (laughs) Because I I really sucked at at school. Mm -hmm. But hey, I got my paper. (laughs) You made it through. You made it through. You power through it. It's not Mm -hmm. without the dedication and your perseverance Mm -hmm. that you're not going to get through it. Yeah. (laughs) It's easy to drop out. Yeah. Fuck. It is. Who cares? College is just a fucking piece of paper. It really is. Really. Yeah. It fucking really is. It like, really tests you in a lot of ways. Though. No, for real. It, it, while it is just a piece of paper, it tests you in, in ways like as to you start to reflect really on are. it. Yeah. Like to you're like really who you really are. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was no, there would have been no other reason possibly that you would have wanted to move out and be living in a trailer where you don't have running water. Yeah. <laughs> where instead you could have stayed home Ate and noodles for the rest of my life. Work at national. That's why yeah, I'm fat. Yeah, national. <laughs> 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 Talk about noodles. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyways, so, we're tutor. 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 Go back. Tutor. Oh, tutor. So I went to the tutor every freaking day after class, and that, that amazing person was very patient and worked with me. This is why you're MD. And then she was describing to me uh, a certain number. 6.022 times 10 to 23. That's a, it has a certain name, but that number. She was what like, was what? that? <laughs> it's, an, it's, a, it's the number of particles that uh, are consumed. Articles? Particles. Just kidding. Particles? Particles, particles yes. Kidding? Barnacles? Avogadro's number or something Oysters? like that. Oysters? <laughs> Anyways, that number. Oh, did that blow your mind? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 
Okay. End scene. End scene. So <laughs> she was explaining to me that concept. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, everything made sense. You just said that to me and zero things made sense. But for whatever reason, it clicked for you. It clicked. 100% clicked in my head. Halfway through the semester. Mm, second half, basically. And I start killing those tests. Um, but it's hard to overcome a bunch of Ds in the beginning of the semester. <laughs> so I got a B minus. 80.05%. Yeah. And wow. I was so happy. Fuck <laughs> yeah. We, they saw... Yeah, we understand. Mm-hmm. We we're gonna keep him. Seriously, man. he went from a D three times to a B. We gotta keep him. Oh my god! We gotta god. get these stats up. He's a Hispanic. Come on, guys. We gotta put this. What is he again? He speaks Spanish. Fuck it, keep him. The, the chemistry department is sadistic. They don't care what scholarship you're on. They will not round you up. Oh, shit, yeah. So it makes breaking that CB barrier was mm-hmm. such an accomplishment to me. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you earned every single little dumb point. Oh, mm-hmm. fuck yeah. Which is different from in high school. At least you dot your <laughs> I. Yeah, <laughs> 100%. <laughs> I went from not working to actually working for what I was getting. For sure. So speaking of things that you went from working to that, mm-hmm. um, when do you... Uh, when do you start applying for med school? Yeah. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about, I'll talk about the general process. Yeah. And then we'll talk about what my DVNAS did. <laughs> <laughs> um, the typical process. I'm sorry, guys. We're laughing because we already know the story. But if you guys just bear with bear us. With us. <laughs> the typical application process is you, you do these uh, extracurriculars your first two years of college. On your third year, you start, like, shadowing uh, some doctor out there somewhere Mm -hmm. with the expectation that you'll get a letter of recommendation. Um, The year before you're set to graduate undergrad, that's when you apply. Mm, Okay. You apply the summer between your second to last to last year in college because that whole year is part of the is what decides whether you get in or not. Okay. Part of like the evaluation and part yeah, of the, like the, yeah. like your resume the, building the accept- in a way? The acceptance process. Okay. Just begins that part that summer. Damn, you're yeah. under pressure for a really long time. Yeah. So that's you got you got to have your MCAT in. That's why you had hair. Mm-hmm. That's, why, <laughs> that's, that's why I lost, lost it. Oh, um, that's why you lost it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bald. Actually, <laughs> I'm re- okay. If for those who don't know, Eric is bald since we've made a couple balding jokes already. Uh, yes, yes. 100% already. Long but gone. <laughs> I thought that that was a choice. I just learned tonight, and I've known Eric for some time now. <laughs> I just learned tonight that that is not a choice, and that has everything to do with his experience in college. He had, like, luscious hair, dude. Like, what's, luscious. what's that word? Um, What's that shampoo call when they... Suave? No, no, Tresemme? no. No, it starts with H. Herbal essences or something like that. Whatever. Herbal essence. Essence. Yeah. There it's we go. Essence. I don't know. <laughs> but you have you, you guys seen that commercial I know, though? I know. The, yeah. the, the hair they show They're there just, is thick, beautiful, yes. healthy, silky, and everything. It, it's amazing. Mm. We called Eric Fabio back in the day when he had hair. <laughs> I doubt that. It was amazing. Oh, okay. The hair was full, thick, wavy, but like, like almost in. I don't know. It was majestic. You could roll your finger. It was like it's like Tangle, like Rapunzel's hair. Wow! Yeah. And now it's shiny. Yeah. 
<laughs> like, something not mm. loose to shininess. So, um, yeah, you can say it by her forehead. It's forehead. shiny too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think foreheads get shiny after a little bit of sweating. You know, you're working out. And... Mm-hmm. No, it's naturally like that. <laughs> <laughs> you're backing me into a corner here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Fanny, I love you. <laughs> okay. So, anyways, so um, except you're applying for medical school. Yes, you know. your typical applicant takes their MCAT. They submit their... Um, Tell me about the MCAT. How the MCAT, How was that? Oh, man. You know, it wasn't that bad. Everyone's so scared of it. Um, What's an MCAT? And the MCAT the is... Medical, a, medical um, acceptance entry or something like that. It's basically like if you could get, apply for med school. It's like the ACT, but for med school. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Um, because, you know, if you go to a, a shady college and get straight A's versus a guy who goes to a well-established, well-respected, uh, like Harvard or whatever, mm-hmm. and they get straight A's. How do you compare the two? Mm. The MCAT Fair. is that um, objective measure. Yep. So, like, mm. if somebody from WSU apply for med school and they have the highest grade, you know, like for if they high if they had like just like little grades, you know, and they they like ace their MCATs, but then this Harvard person is like got A's from you know undergrad. But got a lower grade at MCAT, so they're gonna choose the higher MCAT person. Mm-hmm. Yep, it, mm-hmm. it definitely weighs. Hmm. Um, has definitely, I think, more weight than the GPA, mm-hmm. or maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so you want to have good grades, a good GPA, and a good MCAT, MCAT score. Mm-hmm. Um, and a whole year. Yeah. <laughs> a whole year of a lot of good. The MCAT. Um, I mean, I I did the questions. I did the practice questions. I think really how to. to pass do well in the MCAT is learn test taking strategies. I was about mm-hmm. to say that. You must be a good test taker. Yeah, so I am. So on top of no, you have to, knowing is half the battle. Mm-hmm. N- using what you know and knowing what you don't know is the other half. Adderall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. <yeah. laughs> I... Solution. <laughs> Adderall. <laughs> hey, can't you prescribe stuff? Uh, I can. Actually, I, you know, that's how I pass class. Adderall, bro. I'm like... <laughs> <laughs> all right that's not getting it in it now i just hope you know that sorry <laughs> you cannot take it back i already paid <laughs> we all gotta do what we gotta do to get through right shit yeah hell <laughs> fucking yeah Look, i mean my parents jumped on a fucking boat to get here hell yeah <laughs> those are the first steps of victory you can't, you, without exactly. them one look. jump for mankind <laughs> the next jump for emily yeah. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> sorry dad <laughs> so the ju- let's talk about the jumps that eric did you're applying for med school yes so you apply for medical school, and part of the application, of course, is, um, I guess, a little photo of you, like a passport photo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so sorry. <laughs> we should use that picture. We should use that picture for our our snippet of our episode. No lie. A little thumbnail, yeah. Yes, as a thumbnail. Dude. <laughs> Yeah, okay, okay. See. Okay. okay. Go together. ahead and tell them so I can tell so, I yeah. show Dusty and Justin. So um <laughs> people who know what they're doing, um they read you need to upload a photo of yourself. Yeah. And they also have the mentors telling them, Hey, go get your suit and tie. That's what they're expecting. Well, I read put upload a photo of yourself. 
But and, I didn't. And again, you also didn't have a mentor. Exactly. Like, but I yeah. didn't have someone there telling me what to wear. You didn't even have someone there to tell you how you can best fill out this application. Exactly. No you guidance. Know, I did have help uh, with people editing my personal statement and this and that. So I definitely nice, uh, nice. utilized my resources there. Um, mm-hmm. Thank you, people. <laughs> thank you, everyone that helped me, by the way. Here's to you. You know who you are. Um, couldn't have done it without every single one of you. Um, yeah, yeah, so she, I had someone, you know, proofread and optimize my personal statement. Anyways, they're all non-medical, non-doctors. And mm-hmm. I didn't have anyone kind of, I wasn't. So no one was guiding me. So yeah. I read the statement, upload a photo of yourself. And yeah. I was like, okay, let's do that. Um, follow the instructions. How hard is that? <laughs> I... Pass support photo. <laughs> <laughs> so what I'm wearing at that time, just to kind of build a mental picture. Yes. I'm I bald, as what... you know. And <laughs> I didn't have a beard. I had a goatee. <laughs> Mustache goatee. And I was wearing a button down or button up with a what they call a wife beater underneath <laughs> so <laughs> so if, <laughs> in other words i look like a thug <laughs> i look like uh, some of the comments i've heard before go ahead go ahead right, can, I, can i show the yes, picture yes, can yes, i show, show the picture well, well, yes. yeah go ahead well, <laughs> <laughs> right i thought he goes on now he had a macbook at the time so he grabbed his his laptop (laughs) holds it up just just to take a picture (laughs) like no headshot just just a mug shot (laughs) that's what it is guys this is eric He's Erica Costa, MD, one of our greatest friends, one of the most smart people that I know when it comes to book stuff. Let's talk about that, right? But when it comes down to practicality, he reads what he reads. Upload a picture of you. And he's okay. going to fucking do it. Like, it's a picture. I, who the fuck needs a headshot? A professional one, right? It, no, nobody. Nobody. So how many people applied that year for med school, Eric? On a typical year, uh, first of all, back off. I've never even backing up. I've never even heard of what headshot is. I was ignorant. <laughs> I was ignorant. Le- <laughs> hey guys, guys, internet exists at this point. Okay, just just so you know, Eric is not that old. Wi-Fi yeah. was not down. <laughs> no, it was not. <laughs> it was not dial-up either. This is no, it's true. Yep. This is what you didn't maybe, use AOL dial-up. You used is, Cox Wi-Fi. <laughs> this is like 2016, baby. <laughs> I bet Eric is. I bet Eric's like, what's the Wi-Fi password? <laughs> <laughs> oh, everything they're saying is true. Um, but uh, oh, I would, I would never forget when he met on our group chat. You know, on the back of your phone, there. <laughs> you know how there's a flashlight here, right? Well, Eric wrote on the group chat. He goes, "You guys, I'm just now noticing this kind of orange color on back of my phone." Does can anybody tell me what that is? <laughs> and then I was like, we, we all I was looked like, at this. We and looked I just, at our phone. Oh, I, like, I, I was like, respond to I was this like, what? What orange? <laughs> like, D, is he talking about the flashlight? <laughs> so basically, Eric was talking about the flashlight on the back of the phone at this now, point. He and he is was, and he was in an his MD. first year of residency. Yes. maybe this time. Yes, yes, he was literally title MD when at he asked point. us. 
ask us this he, question. He's a very practical guy. Okay. And we love you for that. Like, yes. Very curious. Fact, yes. Fact, fact checked. Everything is almost correct. I've had that phone for like good two years. And you barely noticed. <laughs> I barely noticed it. I never, I guess I never looked at the back of it. He like doesn't I even take have. a head, headshot anymore, yeah. bro. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I, I'm always looking at the screen. Why would I ever look at the like a normal person look at the back mm, yeah so true. yeah true. yeah that's true, true but, true, but. No, that's that's all me though i mean how, how you're, you're I... just very curious okay <laughs> peculiar in some ways but i think i think that that really again in a normal year about how many people apply yeah to yeah school? so on a normal year i think it ranges about three thousand people 3500 maybe Whoa. five thousand maybe and how many people do they choose so the, my class size was i think about 220 and this is and how many they had to choose out of the 220? So that's, that's how many spots About 3,000. There's three, only... A pool of like 3,000. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm stupid. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, you, my God. You got, Kansas, you got people from all Kansas State, KU, Wichita, and then across the country mm-hmm. applying to mm-hmm. KU. Yeah. Because most people apply to multiple schools to mm-hmm. increase their chances. Mm-hmm. That is your normal application process. What I did... Um, you know, just kind of lear- learning to run. He's here. like, hey, guys, how you doing? <laughs> Mugshot here. Everyone's like, oh, breathing hard right now. He's like, I'm taking Xanax right now. <laughs> Eric's like, what's up, guys? Hey, guys. <laughs> Hope you guys slept well. Like, I'm, re- I- I'm excited to be here. <laughs> is Pulling it, up is his it, socks with it, his sandals, <laughs> walking in with his... With I, I heard it's going to be 96 today, don't you guys think? <laughs> cloudy but mm. you know mostly sunny too he's like is this guy even normal <laughs> <laughs> more on that so oh thank god i have friends um <laughs> so my god. my application process was different i did everything different so i think that's what made me stood out all the um pre uh extracurriculars that all the pre-med people did at k-state were all the same mm-hmm. you volunteer at the student clinic you volunteer at the local hospital and maybe you do a few things for your 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 frat mm-hmm well, I did everything completely different, went to Southwest Kansas, kind of got to know the medical community there, um, mm-hmm. went on different mission trips with the church I was um, attending at the time. Mm-hmm. So that was very all unique. All, everything on that um, application process was, I think, unique. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I get so I only applied to KU because, first off, I don't have any money. And if this whole dream of mine was real, then I didn't need to apply to other schools. Mm-hmm. So you really put your whole eggs in one I put, I put all I put all my faith in that one move. Mm-hmm. Knowing that if I don't get in, the dream is over. The, I go back to reality, go back to Dodge City, and work in the plant. Mm-hmm. Hopefully as a manager or something, not entry level. Because mm-hmm. yeah. now I have a bachelor's. Anyways, mm-hmm. I make that application, and lo and behold, I um, I get an interview invite. invite. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, perfect. And then their email's like, oh... Here's your the schedule that the uh, um, the agenda of the day, but we encourage you to watch this link for what to expect on interview day. And part of me was not going to click that link, but then part of me did. I was like, oh, you know, I should probably see what to expect. Mm-hmm. I clicked. So before I clicked, the Eric that was going to go to that interview was going to show up in business casual. Yeah, mm-hmm. and business casual to you at that time, I imagine, it's just, is jeans just, with the white shirt. You're funny. <laughs> oh, man, I'm getting roasted here. <laughs> um, okay, business casual, yeah. Is polos and uh, dress, sh- and dress yeah. uh, pants. 
Which is also not not bad. Right? It's not bad. But, but that's not what yeah. you should have worn. So once interview. I click that link, they're like, first off, you need to show up in a tie and this, this, and that. And I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> I was going to look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you're, this is, this I is mean, the first realization. Yeah. Of that. yeah. <laughs> I realized, thank God I did not walk into this completely blind and I would have been so embarrassed. Uh-huh. I'm the only guy there in polos and everyone's with a suit and tie. I would have been. Oh, humiliated. Yes. Mm-hmm. They were, you have been the talk of that whole day. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, uh, I'm so glad I clicked that link. Mm-hmm. And given my upbringing and my lack of resources, I never had need for a suit and tie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, where do you even get those? For sure. And that's where my friends come in. They're like, hey, man, let me help you out. Um, she'll fit you, this, this, and that. And, man, I was flawless. Flawless suit and tie or suit Luscious or whatever. hair at this time, too. No, lost my hair by then. Oh, shit. Yep. It was gone. <laughs> it, the story, bro. It wasn't oh, completely gone, but I was shaving at that time. Okay. So I show up super fly. Mm-hmm. And didn't, like, stand out in a freakish way from everyone, all the other applicants who were also dressed really nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you did stand out with your smarticles. Smarticles. <laughs> so fast forward, I get in, complete med school, and now I'm a resident. Can you yeah. tell? Can you tell everybody? Also, but a little, little bit back, I'm sorry. But can you tell everybody that? The, remember the picture that you took for accept for application for med school. Yes. Um, are they you... U- did they use that? What did they do with that picture? <laughs> When I, I was gonna talk about it, but I was like, I'll leave that detail out. No, we have to. They, everybody knows. They, you have to wear like a little tiny, very makeshift, very cheap little identifier, like a little tag, like a name tag, mm-hmm. and yeah, they use that photo. <laughs> like same photo for, so, for the, the person interview. handing out these like name tags, identifiers was like, this is not the same guy. <laughs> like, Wait a minute. Where's your white beater? <laughs> like, oh, the names match. I guess this is you. Oh my He's God. like, he knows this man is going to make it through life. I know he will. I know he will. <laughs> and you, and so you did. I think that that's, um, I mean, you didn't make this journey without yourself or with uh, just by yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you definitely did put all that luck and that trust and that faith in yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, and while you didn't have one mentor that you could turn to someone in your family you can turn to you did have a huge community of friends a huge community of people that you met while on your mission trips Mm -hmm. in in so many other ways that really got you through that so here's to them 100 percent couldn't have done it without you guys yeah Mm -hmm. and i think that this uh speaking of people that really help bring everything together one of the best parts of the show is that we make a signature drink for everybody that's on here um, to get us ready for that, we do. Uh, we don't have Ruby with us, but we do have Justin. Da 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 We're gonna introduce Justin here in a second, and we're gonna um, to get us ready for that. Emily is gonna move us into some ASMR to get us ready for our signature drink. Welcome back. Here's to you, fans. Well, let you know, let you know that my name is Emily. <laughs> well, today we have Justin here. He is a substitute for Ruby today. Um, so I'm gonna have let the mic go to Justin. Justin, hi. Hi. Um, I'm here. I'm gonna make an old fashioned. Um, the cool thing about the old fashioned is that it's like the original cocktail. 
mm-hmm. right? So it's whiskey, water, and today water's taking the shape of ice, mm-hmm. um, and bitters and sugar normally. So that's four ingredients. Um, I've got oranges and cherries too, just because um. I want to make like a good drink, you know, not like just whiskey with sugar and water in it. But so anyway... Um, my whole life, legit my, here, my whole life is in your hands <laughs> literally i just so. want to say when we have our bartenders we're legit we legit Podcasts, we don't we... bring bullshit fanny to make drinks exactly <laughs> we have real life bartenders who know that it's in the flick of the wrist all the Back flick in the wrist <laughs> um so i've got my oranges and i've got the rinds and the flesh separated because what we're going to do is we're going to take the orange Plop it in the glass with a sherry. Take our normally we'd have a muddler, but I have a little spoon, and we're just kind of gonna squeeze Ooh, I'm excited. all the juices and oh junk out God, of here. You could hear all that. <laughs> um, then we're gonna go in with just a little That's bit of some real syrup. ASMR. That was. <laughs> Um, traditionally, you'd you'd use a ooh, that was way too much simple syrup. What is that right there? That, that is just put? liquid sugar. So it's just mm, two mm. parts water, one part sugar, boiled, hmm. cooled down, just sugar water. I like my drink sweet. So you like your drink if sweet? If you okay. Want to pour it just in case, then that's fine. <laughs> well, Eric's getting the first one. Yes, he, exactly. He's the homie. Anyway, yes. So we got sugar in. Uh, traditionally, homie. you'd use a sugar a sugar cube, mm-hmm. but sugar doesn't dissolve in not hot liquid. So mm. I, I just use simple syrup. Mm. Uh, then we've got cocktail bitters. You can use anything. Um, traditionally, it's Angostura, or is what the brand name is called, but you can use whatever uh, cocktail bitters. Mm. Uh, we're going to go with four dashes. That's one, two, three, four. Then we're going to go in with ice. And today I'm pouring Elijah Craig Small Batch. This is my favorite whiskey. Not sponsored. Maybe sponsored. Please, Elijah. <laughs> please, Mr. Craig. Um, please, please. And we're going to go in with two ounces of the Elijah. We're just so fascinated. We are. Myself. I'm sorry. We're so fascinated. With, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so fascinated. And then, Justin, um, you said that that whiskey was your favorite one? That's my favorite whiskey. My favorite bourbon. Yes. Oh, okay. Ah. Um, this is like my signature drink. So when oh, I bartend, really? people ask me, what do I make? I always go with fashions. Oh, okay. And then we're going to take our bar spoon and 25 rotations exactly. What? Not actually, but that 25 is the magic number when you're shaking martinis or stirring drinks. Because that gets you to like the perfect amount of dilution mm. that you want. Huh, now I know. Oh my god, you're a perfectionist of art. This is art. It is, it really is. What What would be the difference between bourbon and whiskey? So bourbon, uh, the only difference is that uh, it's in a mash, right? Mm-hmm. So the way that it's fermented. And for, for, for a bourbon to be a bourbon, first of all, it needs to be distilled in Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, so every bourbon normally you see like Kentucky straight. Yeah. Um, and also the mash needs to be at least fifty-one percent corn. Mm. Whereas with other whiskeys, it's a little, little more lenient. Bourbon <laughs> needs to be corn. So um, now I'll take my separated uh-huh. orange peel mm-hmm. and one of my little cherries. Uh-huh. I'm just gonna kind of wrap that bad boy around. Oh my god, that's so cute. Stick a toothpick. <gasps> 
I know. Slap it in the glass, and now you got a little garnish in there. What? Eric, here you go. Yes, tell us one more la- one more time why it's called an old-fashioned. Can we take a quick drink or a picture of one of the drinks? The last one yes. that you make? Yes. Yeah. yeah, just the last one, just so we have that for us. Okay. Go ahead, Eric. You're go good. ahead, Eric. Well, um, wow. Uh, <laughs> I just want to describe to everyone what's going on here. All of us, our eyes were glued on this um, art in motion. So yes. quiet. It was it was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Me too. <laughs> like, I feel like when you go to a bar and you see the bartender working, you're like drunk or not paying attention. You're, paying you're attention. having you're a conversation attention. with someone. Distracted. Yeah. But when it's like in front of you, you're like... And you get to learn about it. You hear all these noise. Oh, my God. And I was very graceful. Yes. You are a master of your craft. Thank you. Yeah, we, <laughs> we accept tips for Justin, guys. Please. You'll find his. How is it? Um, yes. It's perfect. <gasps> wow. Yay! Yay! We'll, we'll drop some information on how you can tip Justin yes. on his memo. <laughs> Maybe. Sure. Or cash Maybe. app. You know. <laughs> Whatever he uses. Or follow him. Or follow him. Or follow yes. me. Whatever yes. you want to do. Twitter. <laughs> you really nailed that Thank drink. You. Wow. Thank you. And this is actually Eric's first time with an old fashioned, right? I think so. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had this before. I think yeah. an old fashioned is probably the most doctory drink. So I think wow. <laughs> Look at you, you're a doctor. Mm, might have to adopt this drink now. Mm-hmm. It tastes good right now. I'm I'm not complaining. <laughs> Look at you, man. Well, you're welcome, Eric. And the reason so the reason why we went with this signature drink right so eric we we typically ask each guest that we're about to have on is what tell us a little bit about yourself um what are things that you like do you like sweet do you not like sweet what are things you hate what are you allergic to and um so the idea was to go with an old-fashioned ruby kind of brought that up but justin really nailed it and perfected just that art. ruby just basically knows yeah. The person that wants to do old fashions, I got to give you That's the me. real expert. Yes. She was going to get somebody else to Is cover for Desi? her today. But when I found out, it's whoever wants it. Here. Yeah. When I found out we're doing old fashions, I was like, I have to do this. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. No, that was so Love perfect. It. Oh, my God. The right call for sure. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Justin, where can we find you if we want to go get an actual fashion? You can at catch me mm-hmm. at the Hyatt Regency, Wichita. I also do private events. I can bartend weddings or birthdays. Um. Yeah, or whatever you want me to bartend for. Oh, right? fuck yeah! Like our podcast, dude. I'll come bartend your quinceanera. I don't care. Your birthday <laughs> dinner. <gasps> oh my god! <laughs> I do need it. Yes. Do. Okay. Okay. We're gonna talk later. Absolutely. <laughs> Justin, yeah. thank you so much. Absolutely. We're excited to try this drink, and, and we're excited to try your old fashioned. Thank you for coming. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, Dusty. How was your old fashioned? Oh, sorry. Never mind. Doesn't have a mic. <laughs> yeah, that's my fault. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're, I got really used, excited. We're used to him talking to as well. Yeah, we are. We are. I'm we're sorry used to him. That. So now we have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> but as we sip on our old fashioned, we continue this conversation. Um, you just heard a little bit about Eric, his journey, his hustle, his drive, the people that really helped with his journey too. And just, again, really here's to you and, exactly. and, and all the people that helped you with that as we continue to learn about you we have a couple things that we want to learn about um again you you write articles you study infectious diseases you figure out 
what's wrong with him, what's not. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. But you figure stuff out. When I hear that somebody's writing an article about somebody I just or something, I just know you do a lot of research. So you've done your research, too, with COVID and what's going on with COVID right now, the vaccine. And so we just wanted to see if we could take this moment to kind of dispel some of those myths. Yeah, um, very relevant topic nowadays. Um, I, I try to, part of the skills you learn going to medical school is learning how to evaluate literature and research and forming your own conclusions. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, I, I kind of, I think I started off like many people, I kind of was not concerned. Um, the May, May of 2020, I think. Uh, the month I was going to graduate, actually, I was like, oh, I think that's over- true, yeah. Yeah, they're overreacting. Um, like, what? We've heard of SARS and whatnot in the past, and that ended up being nothing, at least for me in my childhood mind. So, but then, you know, stuff started shutting down. Uh, my graduation was canceled, and I'm still like, eh, it's not that bad. And, like, they're overreacting. Because at that time, Wichita didn't have that many cases. Mm-hmm. All these cases you heard about were in these bigger cities. Um, such as like Houston and whatnot. Um, anyways, a month or so after I graduate, that's when I start working. Um, so when you, for those who don't know, you mm-hmm. to go to medical school, you have to have a bachelor's degree. Mm-hmm. And to practice medicine, you have to graduate medical school, but also at the very minimum complete one year of residency. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was doing. I was a first year resident, uh, kind of fresh, spent four years studying how to do it. Now I was going to learn how to do it. Mm-hmm. And that's when kind of COVID started to pick up. Um, and at that time, no one really knew what they were doing. Uh, people in the hospitals initially were treating with hydroxychloroquine, uh, but that practice stopped pretty soon after After it, we found out it actually did more harm than good. Mm. Um, however, at that time, a lot of lay people saw laboratory evidence that it did help out some cells that were infected with the virus, mm-hmm. but did, I guess at that time did not want to appreciate the human trials. Anyways, um, as we all know, COVID got a lot worse, I think everywhere, um, Wichita, the hospitals were full, um, I was wearing uh, those gowns all the time to see these patients, I never saw any of them get better, and saw mm-hmm. a couple of them die. Um, the harsh truth. Yeah, it, was, it, was, it wasn't fun. Um, Anyways, at the fall of that year, after fighting this virus for a while, um, they, the news came out that they were working on a vaccine. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? A vaccine that quickly? Initially, I will, I will say that I was hesitant for sure. I was like, uh, has it been tested? This, is and that. The questions that everyone should ask. Mm-hmm. Um, Very valid, for sure. But the thing that I think gave me an edge is um, in medical school, uh, like you alluded to earlier, I was very interested in infectious diseases. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, your fourth year of medical school, a lot of it is self-taught. You, you learn what you want to learn. Mm. And obviously, I you know, uh, kind of dialed it back, chilled, and enjoyed my time, but I was still actively pursuing knowledge. Mm-hmm. And in that pursuit, I learned, of, at least the first time I was ever hearing about it, uh, mRNA vaccines. Mm-hmm. They, I, re- I was reading the research on it. They were testing it to make a new vaccine for herpes, general herpes. They were testing it in guinea pigs, and it worked really well. Um, as any medical professional would know, previous iterations of the herpes vaccine failed, which is why we don't have one. Mm-hmm. 
So this new technology was very promising. I was sold on the idea. I mean, it worked really well in the guinea pigs. Obviously, it needs to be uh, developed further uh, before we start prescribing it to people. Mm-hmm. So fast forward to the fall of that year, the winter, they come up with the, this COVID vaccine um, based on the same technology. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was like, okay, the technology is not new, but mm, it's a little, I, I got questions. Mm-hmm. So the, the that, data published at that time, at December, uh, I read the trials on the Moderna and the Pfizer, uh, ba- around 30,000 people each for each control group, uh, the variable in the control group. And the, what was reported in those uh, trials uh, was actually very reassuring. Okay. Um, because there's a lot. Of, there's other medications out there that we give people that have been tested on far less. Mm-hmm. Some chemo drugs are tested on 50 people and get FDA approval. Mm-hmm. Just to put it in perspective. So there was about 30,000 for each for Pfizer and Moderna, and so and then combine that with my own experience of seeing people just get die a horrible slow death. Right, yeah. I thought it was actually worthwhile to take the vaccine myself. Yeah. Um, at that time, healthcare professionals were first in line, and I mm-hmm. thought, that, you know, of course, that was the right move. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I did have hesitancy, but then I looked into it and decided it was the, the smart move. Um, and since then, um, obviously, it kind of died down a little bit. The, um, the restrictions loosened. There were a lot fewer cases. The hospitals didn't collapse like they almost did. And we finally got to see some other patients besides COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the during this time, the vaccines freeze. A lot of people are getting it. A lot of people are not. Um, then you start hearing reports of a new variant and all this doom and gloom. Um, and I was just, I wasn't too worried about it. The vaccine was pretty robust. Um, and then when the Delta variant finally came, the second COVID pandemic wave that mm-hmm. we're in right now, mm-hmm. uh, hospitals are full again. It's not fun. Mm-hmm. Um, we're tired. <laughs> it, it, we're tired, man. We're tired. We're tired. Yeah. Um, That's why we drink. <laughs> you, since the release of the vaccine, more data, of course, has been collected. Yeah. That is what you do with anything. And then in my own, so I'll uh, I'll talk about a study that was recently released, uh, published in the New England Journal of Medicine, a very prestigious medical journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, one day, hopefully, I'll get published there. Who knows? You will. You will. Here's you. Will. you. Oh, thank hey, you. Hey, put all your faith in there. Mm. Just like you did in a lot of other, other stuff. Do so like your whole life. Yeah. That's, mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. More of a hobby at this point. <laughs> Anyways. And that hobby could go into goals. Yes. Like exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> no, anything is possible if you if you really uh, put, put your, your mind, mind to it. it. For sure. Uh, anyways, very prestigious journal. Uh, it was a study of about 1.6 million people mm-hmm. in the nation of Israel or territory, whatever. I'm not going to touch that. Um, and, it, and it showed actually very promising results. Um, all these myths about getting like autoimmune diseases or clots or other adverse uh, reactions from the vaccine mm-hmm. um, was found out to not not to hold any merit. Um Compared to getting the uh, infection itself. Yeah. Um, uh, there are a few adverse effects, which is to be expected, of course, with any medication, vaccine, antibiotic, what have you. Um, There's a lot of unique circumstances yeah. in people's bodies mm-hmm. and how they take things. But but all these adverse reactions, like myocarditis, was lower in the vaccine group compared to those who got the um, uh, actual infection, clots, and all this was all lower in the vaccine group. 
Mm-hmm. Um, the only exception was those who got the vaccine got what we call lymphadenopathy, which all that means is your lymph flows get bigger. Okay. Which is also not a good thing. I, I just know that, right? It's not a good thing, but it's not a bad thing. Oh, okay. It could go away from it by itself. Yeah. Mm. What that means when your lymph nodes get bigger, it means your immune system is working. Mm. That's all that means. Now, if it goes away on its own, your immune system took care of it, you're good. Mm. And then you run into problems when they get really big and then you worry about cancers or you're not able to defeat the infection on your own. Yeah. So like, that's why you ha- that's why it's more important to have more white blood cells, right? Uh, a greater repertoire of antibodies. Anib- yes, yes, antibodies to fight all that for yes. you. Yes, and that's where it all and the magic you happens. you know how they said antibodies last three months? It lasts 12 years, right? More than the actual years? particle itself um, lasts about three months. Three months. But you have cells in your body, specialized cells, mm-hmm. that we of course had to learn about. Uh, we know that they're all pr- constantly producing these little antibodies on its own. Like it shoots, like it shoots signals I, to you. Is that like something? They like release it slowly over time. Mm-hmm. But then, if they get, if you get reinfected with the agent again. Mm-hmm. Your immune system tells it to produce even more. Yes. Mm-hmm. So they're sleeping slowly, just <laughs> but giving when, away. But once you start getting sick, that's but when then it, you get sick. They I wake up. They wake up. We did have a video. They on wake this up. So you can and then they start shooting <laughs> they start all shooting the antibodies at, yeah. if at you the guys infection. Could only imagine um, Eric's and Emily's. They're just about like raising the roof over here. Our <laughs> gestures. <laughs> well, well, fun, a lot of gestures. Well, basically, after. fun fact about me: I did start learning medicine as well until I figured out. Like this is not for me. <laughs> the, the oh my god, chemistry is involved with math. No, I'm done. <laughs> done. Uh, that was almost my deal breaker too. Yeah, but you know, I decided to yeah, let's go ahead with. I'll still just manage a hospital. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. just I'll I'll I'll, I'll run that hospital. Too. That's needed too. You you got to do what you're good at. Where you you got to find your niche. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 So, um, speaking of those myths and, and, and back to that, then, like, what what are some myths that we should? L- what are what are things right now? Like, okay, we've heard things about that the vaccine actually puts the virus in you. The, How does that work? Yeah, I'd be I'd be happy. I love talking about this kind of stuff. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I want to hear it so everybody Oof, can hear it I now. Love, I love it. Okay, so uh, um, the mRNA vaccine is an mRNA sequence made in a uh, programmed, made typed out, custom made that will be delivered by your cells. Normally, your cell has a nucleus. The nucleus has all the DNA. Hey, break it down for some of us that only know that the um, mitochondria yeah. is the powerhouse of the cell. So, That's all I know. So <laughs> your own cells are super complex living things on their own. That okay. That's a good one. <laughs> now, DNA is just, keep it simple. Not our friend DNA. It's just not our friend DNA. <laughs> DNA, please. DNA. DNA. Oh, I miss her. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Heidi. <laughs> um, Don't do that. She'll, she, she's gonna get a bigger head. Yes. Well, she she baddie though. I share <laughs> I share birthdays with her. <laughs> sorry. Go ahead. DNA is just information, mm-hmm. and then that information is instructions for how the cell to build certain proteins. Basically, the structure of your whole body and life. Mm-hmm. An oversimplification, but I think that will do. 
And of course, all these proteins are different shaped. Um, they all have their own different function. The, the, the journey from information to protein has a middle step, and that's where mRNA comes into play. Mm-hmm. Your own cells make a- mRNA all the time, which is just like the, the typewriter, I guess, mm-hmm. for these proteins. What we did with this vaccine, and, and by we, I mean the human race, I was not involved in the development. I wish I was. <laughs> um, the smarticles. The, the, the people way smarter than me. The big heads. Mm-hmm. The, the heroes. Jimmy Neutron. They, they, <laughs> the skipped, they skipped the DNA portion and wrote their own messenger RNA to um, tell the cell to fabricate these spike proteins that are found in the virus. Mm. so the cell makes these spike proteins that get released the immune system doesn't like it and they learn how to make antibodies to it Mm. so basically it's a fake variant of covid that your body or something that your body is recognizing that this does not belong in my body and it tells my cells fight it but it's not it's not covid and it's not a virus but it's something just saying, this Something doesn't up, belong in me. This does not belong in your body. That's why your antibodies is sleeping. But when it comes, when the infections comes into your body, that's when it wakes up and starts shooting things at you. Remember? Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. But I just want to be careful for all of our other listeners yes. who are listening mm-hmm. to this. When Emily says infection enters your body, it's really not an infection. It's just something... Um, it, it's a variable. The body doesn't know it's not an infection. Okay. Exactly. Even though we, the humans who are making yeah. these decisions, know it's not. Okay. So I guess a, a metaphor would be to say... Yes, please give we're, me we're, we're, we're training a dog to find somebody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's say we're we're cops. Me, me and Emily are cops and you're a criminal. <gasps> and we fought... We what fought, was my crime? She belongs to you. Me. You ran over... An old lady. <gasps> she just and you ran that. away. That is fifty points. Go ahead. <laughs> so me and Emily are on the case, and in your panic, what car are you driving? Black car. Sorry. In your panic, you left behind a shirt that you wore. What a dumbass. Dumbass for sure. You're, you're gonna get, we're gonna catch you now, oh bitch. <laughs> pop, pop, bitch. So we get our we get Dang our game. cop dog to smell that shirt. Mm-hmm. It's not you, but it's a part of you. Mm. so now we have something to look for mm. so now the dog has your scent and then when it finally sees you it doesn't have to l- learn who you are it already knows <gasps> the dog is gonna kill me and the dog is gonna get you ah. so that is your immune system when you give it a vaccine oh shit oh my god i get it yep oh really i do oh, yes. <laughs> oh my god that i get so it cool. i get cool. it oh i love it i love when i'm included in i things. get it a long time ago <laughs> Hey, some of us are still learning over here. I am vaccinated. I don't know why I needed to say that, but for the record. <laughs> but I think I think it's important to be able to break it down and and just like speak on it in a more earthly tone, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. And not necessarily that people need to hear it in that sense. I do. There might be some people out there that need to hear it in that sense, yes. like I do. But it, it it's just important to understand that. Mm-hmm. Um, so speaking of that, right, do you have any idea of maybe why we would need the third booster? So we're approaching, uh, I would say the limit of my knowledge. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not as, I'll, 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 a disclaimer, I'm not as versed on the data behind the need of the third one for a third booster. Right. I, I, from my understanding, and I may be wrong, this 
the idea of a third booster, I think, comes from politicians. Okay. Who are doing what they can to fix this country. Uh, And by fix, I mean control this pandemic that's harming our economy and keeping people out of work and... And Let's about to break remember our all that stuff. Our politicians are very top down and not bottom up. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, I, I find that a lot of their solutions are worse than the problems. But anyways, yes, yes, yes. I'll, that's a different topic. That's, that's a, a different, different topic. Yes. We'll talk. We'll, we'll talk about community problems yep. at another yes. at another episode. Yes. Yep. But I we're think, all very very passionate I, about that. I think they, <laughs> I think they mean well when they want to a third shot because they're trying to fix they're trying to do something to fix the problem yeah what um so in my opinion based on what i know of the evidence i don't think a third shot is necessary for the majority of people Mm. and again i want to stress that i'm i'm talking about things that i'm a little bit less read up on right and 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 third booster i mean today is Oh man, I can't tell you guys the actual date because I know, know that I'll be recorded later. Um, it's in September. We're in September. We're in September. And 2021, we're learning as we go, just mm-hmm. like as we're learning with a vaccine. The vaccine has been out for, I don't know, maybe eight months now? I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. been out for some time now where we, we you have it, the eight months plus the cl- clinical mm-hmm. trials that included that, which, you know, date back more. We're starting to learn a little bit more about that third exactly. booster. So, so again, the disclaimer mm-hmm. necessary. So, <laughs> I, I, based on what the, the data I have read, um, and my own personal experience, a lot of these people are coming in mm-hmm. with COVID to the hospital are not vaccinated. Initially, I was a little surprised because, I mean, I was like, well, the vaccine worked with the previous variant. Who knows what will happen? But then I was also surprised by, like, their lack of regret, mm. at least at first. Like, you, if I got COVID after refusing the shot, I would be, I think I would be a little sheepish about admitting, like, no, I didn't get it, mm-hmm. should have. No, a lot of them were like, nope, I didn't get it, which is good. I, I appreciate the truthfulness. It helps with, mm-hmm. with data tracking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the only, the people that, the one or two people out of 100 that come in with COVID that are vaccinated are in the extreme extreme age groups like elderly mm-hmm. or not infants i don't deal with infants mm-hmm. but we already knew that from the previous trials that it's less we knew it was less effective in the older population okay but these Fair. these elderly patients actually do better they're they're not requiring innovation at least in my my own personal experience i'm obviously not speaking for all patients they they get out of the hospital sooner mm-hmm. than these younger folks who didn't weren't vaccinated and are requiring a lot of support mm-hmm so in my personal experience and the safety data that was published earlier last month, um, I don't think it's that. The, pro- the solution is vaccinating the unvaccinated, not mm. necessarily giving third vaccines to those who are not even showing up to the hospital. Gotcha. If that answers your question. Yeah. No, that's, I think that's helpful information to help people make a good informed decision. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not really right to say, do this, do that. It's more, here's some information that's out here. Here's somebody who is understanding the data, interpreting it for you, and helping you make that decision. Yep. We're not exactly. really on here to say, do this, do that. Here's just the information for you. It's just like what I do every day at work. Mm-hmm. When I'm not dealing with COVID, oh, your blood pressure is elevated. Mm-hmm. Here are my recommendations. Mm-hmm. But what are your goals? 
exactly yeah mm-hmm. it, it almost comes down to i mean like you you think about and eric you and i have so switching topics we have started to talk a lot about um you and i and and uh, us and our friend group too we we talk a lot about mental health we talk a lot about um how it's medicine plus therapy it's all these things and so it, it really comes down to your doctor and the people who are there surrounding you really getting to know you mm-hmm. really exactly. getting down to that root really um understanding you willing to listen to you and support you in those decisions too or yes. not decisions or helping mm-hmm. you make them i 100 agree um i myself was very majorly depressed in medical school. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a big, like, yeah. it's a big thing. Like, you put a lot of pressure. You were carrying a lot yeah. of pressure at that time. There was a lot of weight on your shoulders, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you did a lot. Um, but I'm fortunate enough that I, at, so I previously was untreated depression in college, but didn't seek help because I didn't know it was a thing. No, mm-hmm. I wasn't surrounded by doctors. Hey, like, that that's also, yeah. let's talk about our culture, maybe for another podcast, yeah, but that comes down to yeah, our culture. Yeah. Yes. So so there's two different yeah. experiments going on, <laughs> untreated versus treated, and I, I saw treatment, and I, it did wonders for me. And yeah. um, the evidence does show that um, therapy plus car, uh, pharmacology therapy is actually better than one or the other by themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, Eric, you were someone who really helped me make that decision like i had been in therapy for a little over a year at that time when i had shared with you over dinner and we were just in us as friends talking about things and you were you were someone who really was like hey you've been working at this you already know what doesn't what what is um intrusive and what isn't real and you've been working at it for a while pharmaceutical therapy plus the therapy you're doing already would be a great combination and you really helped me make that because like sorry getting into the culture stuff oh man i get really passionate about this topic (laughs) guys i really do i'm so sorry but it comes down into that like you're it's such a stigma into it it there's a big stigma into it you're you think that like if i take something i'm crazy Mm -hmm. if i talk about it i'm crazy and you just hold it in, and that's not. There's so, never a good way to do that. Never, nope. oh. <laughs> You're gonna explode. Oh, it's not. That's the what the people want to do, but that's like the yeah. last thing you want to do. But yeah, we. Yeah. I I 100% am an advocate for normalizing. No one's ashamed of getting a cold. Yeah. Or or a broken bone because they fell. Maybe they get a broken boat because they did something dumb when they were drunk. Maybe that's a different story, <laughs> but no one, there's no stigma. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You got these in- chemical imbalances in your brain that just happen mm-hmm. rent and due to a number of factors. There's nothing wrong with fixing it. Yeah. Or t- t- addressing it. Yeah. Exactly. Well, Eric, you're an amazing person. You do all this stuff for everybody in your community. Um, but also, what about yourself? How do you make time mm-hmm. for yourself? How do you manage your work life balance with work and your just regular life? Mm-hmm. Ooh, thank you. Yeah, enough about all the nerdy stuff. Let's talk about the cool stuff. Like, <laughs> life is the best game you'll ever play. Mm-hmm. Um, That's why they have a game called Life. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, the decision <laughs> when you when you get all this responsibility and, and and get all this busy, you have to make a conscious decision with every minute of your day. Um, and you, those skills you learned in medical school, 
and they're talking about wellness. Um, I, when I'm off the clock and I'm not trying to deal with work, um, I'm very intentional. Sometimes I know I want to spend time by myself at my home. Right. Because we kinda, all need that too. Yep, downtime yep. is important. I love, I love my let's, downtime. Yeah, let's Me respect time. our boundaries. Mm-hmm. We have a great friend group and that like, if nobody responds to us within that hour or that day, we just know, hey, life's happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. When we're good with that, nobody takes that shit personally. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, your day off might be on your friend's busy day, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyways, I like to, I know, I know as an introvert, I know that to recharge, I have to spend time by myself and just mm-hmm. kind of reflect and just think about nothing. But I also make the intentional decision to have fun and nurture my relationships. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to, I like to play, uh, Halo. I played a lot of it as a kid and then <laughs> because I was poor and had no money, I didn't play going through college and then I got my first <laughs> check, I got my first bit of money and I bought the new, I bought all that stuff I had to sell to yeah. get back and play some nostalgia Halo 3. Oh, <laughs> good I stuff. remember I used to date a guy and then you used to play with him all the time. I was like, God, how do people love this game? Like, <laughs> the fuck? You're, you're wearing a big ass suit and carrying this big ass gun and just start shooting people? Uh, you know what game I remember I used to play back in the day? I used to play Counter Strike. That's what I used to play back CSGO? in the day. Oh, what yes. is that? I've never played that. I've never you played, never played Counter Strike? No. It was more PC. But okay, okay. Okay, that's fair. I'm an Xbox I, I stopped guy. at Ice Cube. Or at GameCube. That's what I meant to say. I'm sorry, I'm drunk. I stopped at GameCube. Like, I got. Um, the GameCube I did. is the shit, though. It is. Can't hit on the GameCube. You can't. That's I did. my childhood console. That's my boy. Mm. It is, though. Mario oh, my. Sunshine. Yes. You got Pikmin. You know Pikmin? No. No? No. guys? No, I didn't anyway, do that. Mario Sunshine. These are younger. Yes, <laughs> but okay, okay. but but also um, Smash Bros on GameCube. Boy. Oh my God! Boy, you do not understand how much of a boy I am with Smash Brothers. It's like all I play. Uh, yeah. I, I I really I've been wanting to buy a GameCube for some time now just to play do Smash it. Bros. Do it. What's do it. I don't know. Uh, so I do. Uh, so I did Super Nintendo, Nintendo sixty four, mm-hmm. and GameCube, and that's where I stopped. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't go past yeah, that. Yeah, sure. And so, like, I still have my Super Nintendo. Oh, I shit. can hook it up to my TV right after. No, yeah, and she I. I just it. want y'all to know and that I can be drunk as hell, and I will whoop your guys' ass. Ooh. Mortal Kombat, Killer Instinct, that Super Nintendo. Like, mm. I'm really good at that. Mm-hmm. Like, I will. I get aggressive. That's a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I got. We started talking game. And we started talking bitch. games, and then we got really into I can, it. I can talk about like old Nintendo shit all day long, dude. That's oh. like all I grew up on. Yeah, like old Nintendo shit. <laughs> I and and like see like in Super Nintendo, I got. I got pretty into it. I mean, Firefox, I'm good, but not that great. I'm, I'm not the best when it comes to shooting games. So, like, mm-hmm. when you're talking about Halo, when you're talking about all those other stuff, like, like right now, Overwatch, I feel like Overwatch is overwhelming to me. Like, that is, like, so much. Um, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm talking way too much about games. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good conversation. You know, I'm with the right people right now. <laughs> let, let me go back <laughs> to that. We'll definitely have to uh, bring up games at another time. That's definitely another episode. We just got real passionate for a second. Yes, we did. We all woke up. Mm -hmm. We we could all talk about another podcast. Another another episode. Yeah, for sure. For sure. My bad. But yeah. So you played Halo and then 
what else did you do in your spare time? Like, man, what so, makes what makes you recharge again? Like, what mm-hmm. is it? Uh, sitting home and being by myself and not, not hanging out with people. Oh, yeah, that's right. the best way. That's the, the best, best way. Yep. That's the best thing. I'll have a little, a little uh, rum and coke or something. Uh-huh. Hey, yeah. now you're doing all fashions and you're mm-hmm. visiting mm-hmm. Justin at the High Regency. Exactly. Bring your, bring your rich friends. Yeah. <laughs> Not it. The Hyatt. I'm gonna steal from Mr. Ruffin like right now. Mm-hmm. So, like, come through. I'll get you a free drink right now. Ooh, <laughs> yes. Maybe not. Maybe not everybody. Hold on. Let me retract. Let me backtrack a little bit. We're going. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll know who. We're <laughs> we're gonna log off oh, and we're going to yeah, the high yeah. end. If you're, if you're a cool dude, I got you right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my god. That's well, like honestly, you just gotta recoup. Just be by yourself. That's like like Fanny said earlier. Like that's why we have such a good friend mm-hmm. group because mm-hmm. like once we know if we don't hear you in an hour, we're like. She got to make time for herself. Mm-hmm. We understand. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like us, like, even though we have not talked to you for so long and we haven't seen you, like, we know, like, we could catch up from a f- last conversation we had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's like the passage of time with a good friendship. Exactly. It, it doesn't exist. It doesn't. Like, it could have been six months. And not that that's our case because we've talked to you yeah. way less than that. But like, it could have been six months. It could have been a year. It could have been whenever. But the minute you reconnect with that person. It's like time never happened. Mm-hmm. It's like you're back to this is someone I can rely on. And I think that that's the best thing about all of this, right? It's like talking about your story, where you came from, how much you've been learning, how much you've been diving into and the people that have been surrounding you every step of the way. You definitely are diving deep into that. So basically, um, here's to you, Eric. Here's oh, to you, Eric. So much. Oh, wow. Para arriba, <laughs> para abajo. <laughs> Y para el centro y para adentro. You really are. When Emily says it's been a long time, it, it makes it sound like it's been years. It has, and it's been like maybe a couple months. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> it really has. Yeah. So that's here's to you. Thanks, Eric, for joining thank us. Thank you, Eric. Thank Justin. you guys for having me. Of no, course. Thank Did, you. You know, you were the first. Well, we were like, who should we interview? We're like. Eric, hey, it's, it's only that timing didn't work out. That's mm, it. That's yep. it. But we're excited that this is the the order that it went in. Justin, we're so excited to have you Thank on you, here Justin, for that. That for was your awesome. Fashion, you're amazing. Oh honestly. my god, we were so amazed. Everybody <laughs> follow him. He is an amazing producer as well. Yes. So everybody follow his Twitter. Can you please tell your Twitter? It is at Jubzen. That's J U B B Z E N. Woo 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 woo. Gang gang. And then we have. Mr. Eric Acosta, MD, MD. Hey. <laughs> gang, gang, and we got ABG Emily, and we got uh, just Fanny. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I, to, I, I just you know basic man or bichota. Or be, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I've been listening too much to Carol G. <laughs> <laughs>